and welcome listeners to our very first podcast. The, my name's Mark, but people call me Busco. Uh, my name's Brad, and people call me Friendly. Why do they call you Friendly? Uh, well, I'm a friendly sort of bloke. That's one reason. Yeah. Uh, that's the only reason. It's the only reason. Only Nothing reason. to do with your last name. Uh, actually, now you mention it, <laughs> that, that might actually have something to do with it. Could I be. had never never crossed my mind that. That could be. Yeah. No, my surname is Friend. So there you go. So friendly and Busco, my last name is Buscom. And welcome to a podcast where we talk about all sorts, really. Yeah, all sorts of stuff. It's really, I think it's a little bit like, uh, you know, Busco and I are often in the car together, traveling different places, and we just talk, we yarn. Yeah, might be sitting around a campfire or something, yarning. Yeah, this pretty much is like our conversations recorded and broadcast to the world. You could say we solve the problems of the world, couldn't you? That's our intention as we yeah. talk. Yeah, yeah. So if you've got a problem in the world that needs solving, yeah, maybe we can solve it. So Donald, if you're listening, uh, hit us up. Oh, that would be the best. <laughs> it would be good, wouldn't it? He's on Twitter. He is um, too much. Yeah, so look, maybe maybe if we tweet, we go at at Donald Trump or whatever his thing is, <laughs> maybe then he'll listen. So welcome, we're we're glad that you're listening, and we are two blokes living in a small country town, Mansfield. That's right, just under Mount Buller. It's a beautiful spot, and we both are. Well, we we are of the spiritual persuasion of. Well, how would you describe it, friendly? Uh, so far, you're going pretty broad. <laughs> so, uh, to be a little bit more specific, I would say that, well, speaking for myself, I don't yeah. want to speak for you. Don't fence me in. No, no, I won't box you in. Uh, I follow the teachings of Jesus. Um, so, I guess you could call me a Christian. Um, but, again, labels sometimes aren't helpful. But, if you want to, if you want to give me a title, maybe that's the best one. Yeah. Is that what you're going for? Yeah, exactly. I would probably, I think I'm a Christian as well. You think? I am a church minister. (laughs) Yeah, okay. What sort of church? (laughs) (laughs) So, yes. So I'm I'm definitely into Jesus. He's a ripper. He is. I like his teaching. I like who he was. I like what he did. Mm -hmm. So we, the idea of this podcast, wasn't it, is to talk a little bit about how does that impact the everyday what, is, what does that look like as we go about fathering our kids? Not our kids. <laughs> yeah, it's getting weird. What sort of church is this? <laughs> no, no. I have kids to a, another woman. And, <laughs> and known uh, as my wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've and, also got kids to another woman who's known as my wife, who actually happened, just coincidentally really, happens to be... The sister of Mark's, of Busco's wife. So we're brothers. That's true. Brothers-in-law. Wow. Do we, do we need the in-law part? No, let's drop it. Some people actually question the in-law part and, and suggest we're not even technically called brothers-in-law. We're not even... We're just, I don't know, married to sisters. But... Nah, that's worth a Google. They don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. If you're listening and you've got an answer to that, hit us up on Twitter. Um, because I've always gone with brothers-in-law... Sometimes just brothers, but I yeah I don't like that people would dispute even that much. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, so I've got two kids. Yeah, you've got three kids. Yeah, 
I went one better. Wow. She is pretty cute. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, she's great. So, what do we... So, I'm not a... I'm kind of new to the podcast scene. Yeah. This is our first podcast, so... If but even, it's as new as it gets. Even listening, I don't... I haven't listened to a lot mm-hmm. of podcasts. No, me either. But the idea is, is you just talk and, and people have a listen and they... If they like it, then they... Do they... How do they enter in? They just uh, listen. Well, yeah, you can, you can, I suppose, subscribe to the podcast, can you? People can also tweet us. We've got a Twitter. So you can actually engage with the podcast via Twitter. What's our Twitter handle? Uh, it is Busco Friendly, B-U-S-C-O, Friendly, which is F-R-E-I-N-D-L-Y. E-I? E-I, that's right. What is that? Uh, it's not French or German, as a lot of people think. Um, my surname isn't Freund. It's friend. I'll actually. Can I tell them why it's spelt wrong? Go for it. Because on the slave ship out, well, convict ship. Call, call it that. They spelled it wrong. Yeah, that is. That's the story I've been told. So you're you come from convict stock. Yeah. Do you? Oh, you are you are low and filthy. What stock do you come from? No, no. Also that Woodstock. Woodstock. No, I'm also <laughs> half convict. Half free settler. Right, okay. Are you full blown or are you half half? Well, to be honest, I don't really know because my pop was adopted. <gasps> so, Contro. You know, don't really know. Although, yeah, actually, no, I don't know. Is don't your know. pop dead? He is. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up. Yes. Oh, dear old bloke. Many years ago. Oh, how old uh, was he? He was 96 when was he passed. He? Yep. Oh, Did well. Fred Friend. What? Fred Friend. Great. Say that fast. If you're listening, Fred out there... Oh, hang on. Sorry, you said he was... We were covered that. Yeah, yeah. He'd be dead. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is a solid start. (laughs) What'd you cover in your first podcast? (laughs) Mainly just talked about my dead grandpa. Freddy. Oh, gee. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're going to talk other things. Yeah, that's right. But what did he die of? Uh... Do you know what? I don't actually know. I don't know. Is old age... You don't just die of old age. There's something that gets you in the end, isn't there? Uh, yeah. Like, your heart stops working or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a heart attack. Is it? We should have a guest doctor and talk about how your grandpa died one time. That's a really good idea. Isn't it? Yeah. 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 Uh, so we both live in Mansfield, as we mentioned. Mark Busco... Do you want to tell us what brought you to this little country town, maybe? Yeah. Just to, so our listeners are aware of a bit of that. Okay, so I moved to Mansfield to plant a church with my beautiful wife. And okay. plant a church is a weird turn of phrase. So you didn't dig a hole in the ground? No. Okay. Well, we did. What do you mean? Uh, just Metaphorically for, speaking? No, no, just for other stuff. Like, you know, we, we did a veggie patch and oh, I yeah. put a pole up to yeah. put the ch- chooks in. <laughs> okay. The fence. Yeah, right. But no, no, that's got nothing to do with it. No, no. So we we came to start a church. Yeah. But they say plant because I think it's a natural idea that it it's just organic. grows and it's organic. Yeah, yeah. Love that. Let's use that word. <laughs> and so we did that seven years ago. And the reason we came to Mansfield was because I was at Bible College and they said, please study a suburb or a town and assess its need for a church. Yep. And so Jay, my 
wife or girlfriend at the time, we came up snowboarding lots and we came through Mansfield and loved it. I grew up in Coriol. Okay. Big, big shout out to Coriol listeners. How big is the population of Coriol <laughs> these days? About a thousand. Okay. So if they all listen, we could almost go viral. It's huge. Um, so, you know, I loved it, loved the town and loved the idea of starting a church for people that weren't churchy. Okay. Good idea. Yeah. So people that just want to know about Jesus and God and the concept of all that, but actually don't really like religion or the church Mm. side of things. So that's what we've tried to do. We've tried to wipe that away and just go, well, get together. And what does this look like? You know, how does this, the teaching of Jesus, how does it fit into your life? What does it look like? Et cetera, et cetera. Sounds a lot like this podcast, actually. Does it? Yeah. <gasps> like talking about God, but uh, not, well, for people who don't necessarily love, you know, they get right in the church, they, you know, yeah. they spend the weekends at Kurong. Yeah. Um, you know. At what? Kurong, the bookstore. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or Word, if that's your thing. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever. You don't, you know, you don't have, um, just looking at your bookshelf up here, uh, above the, our recording studio, you've got books by uh, Philip Yancey. Yeah. You know, people who don't read Philip Yancey. Yeah, perhaps. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just the everyday Everyday people person. that want to have a think about some possible bigger things in life. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So we loved it. We did that. So we moved here seven years ago and started that. And it's, and it's working. You know, we had... Sunday today, we had church this morning. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people there that uh, wouldn't go to a, more of a traditional church. Hey, not saying anything's wrong with a traditional church. No. No. In fact, they've got a very good position and reason for being. Mm-hmm. Serve a lot of good people. Yeah. But I suppose the reality is still that, you know, people might think of church and go, why would I go there? Yeah. I'm, I'm not, you know... I'm not going there. I've been burnt by the church or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, we know that people don't go to church on a Sunday often. You know what I'd say to that, friendly? What's that? I'd say don't don't blame Elvis for some of the crazy stuff his followers do. You know what I mean? Mm, they're, they're crazy, those Elvis followers. <laughs> He's still a good singer. He's still released a lot of good records. Yeah, yeah. He made a few movies. Yeah, that's true. He was one in Hawaii. I remember. Okay. Like, so, like he was a goer. He was a goer. Um, and some of his followers can be pretty whack. Like saying, you know. What do they say? You know, like he was the best singer ever and whatever. Do you know, it's quite interesting. You, what you've essentially done there is compared Elvis to Jesus. Yes, uh, I have. People do say Elvis is alive. <gasps> don't they? Or is that, that rumour gone now because he'd be a hundred and... How old would he be now? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be at least. Four. He'd be old, but for He'd a while, people plus. there was there rumours that Elvis is alive and and you know he's not dead, oh. which is quite like Jesus too when he came back from the dead. Yeah, there was, there's people talking. You know, I've seen him; he's alive. So Elvis and Jesus maybe have more in common than perhaps we thought. <laughs> I think Elvis would have if I had better hair. Do you think? Oh yeah, his hair was cool. What Jesus looked like? Ah. Uh, he had blonde hair. Did he? Shoulder length. Right. Blonde beard. Yeah. He's very white. Very it's, white it's funny, Middle Eastern. Yeah, I was going to say, you don't see very many blonde haired, blue eyed Middle Eastern men. Oh, I know, except for Jesus. Okay. He was an albino. Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
See, we're solving problems already. We're, we? we're just, you know, we're working it out. We've now worked out that Jesus was an albino Middle Eastern man. Yeah. So the thing is, this Jesus stuff, he actually he impacts every area of our lives. Mm. Would you say that, friendly? I would say that, yep. Is there an area that he doesn't impact? Poor gee. That's a tough one. I'm sure there is, to differing degrees. Yeah. Um, like, you know, I don't, I don't really think... When I eat food, I don't think, hmm, what should I eat today? Jesus. Mm, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, is that what you, you know, is that an area of your life? Yep. Perhaps? Like? Sustenance. Yeah. Um, but we're pretty keen on the whole thing, aren't we? We are. Yeah. We wouldn't be, we wouldn't probably be doing this otherwise. No. Um, so yeah, we and are. So are the, keen, the, but the reason we're keen is because we both found, we both actually, actually we should say this, we both are from families that were right into it. Yep. So my dad's a minister. What's your dad do? Well, my dad happens to be a minister too. Shut up. What are the chances? <laughs> what are the chances? <laughs> However, so that's, you know, you could just go, well, you know, born into it, that's why they believe it. However, you had a big time of wandering off and really thinking through it, didn't you? I did, yeah. Could I be. think, well, it was interesting because I, I grew up and my parents were Salvation Army officers. Well, they are Salvation Army officers. Um, God bless the Salvos. God um, bless the Salvos. Yep. But my, you know, everything was the church. Everything was the Salvos. My whole life was that. But then as, as you inevitably do, I got to, you know, I don't know, 18, 19, 20 or whatever. And then started to question everything, you know. So you... You learn stuff when you're young. You you go you go through the motions, and then yeah, everything was up for question. So healthy, I, healthy. Well, I think you need to. I think I think if you if you believe stuff that you haven't really worked out in your own head and your heart, then uh, it doesn't you know it doesn't stand the test of time. Uh, I guess. So I went back and questioned everything, and and I'm a I'm the sort of person that does like to question. I like to work stuff out. Um, and think it through. So yeah, I literally questioned everything from the basics to the more complicated, you know, um, ideas about God and and what it means to be a Christian. Yeah, which is pretty hard when your whole world is in that. You you could say you deconstructed your faith. It's a very good word to use. It, yeah, thank you. I did deconstruct it. Uh, if you do listen to our podcast, you'll soon learn that I'm not very good at words. Mm. But friendly is good at words, so well, this is why it'll work. Don't put pressure on me. Very you come good. Come up with some very words. Very good. Mm. Okay, we'll see. We'll let the listeners decide that. <laughs> <laughs> so you uh, deconstructed. I deconstructed. Yep. Yep. Which decombobulated? <laughs> is that a worst word? Discombob. I don't know. Don't know actually. Uh, do you know they do like lots of restaurants now do like a deconstructed something and it's supposed to be really fancy like you know have a deconstructed burger what you know no that's rubbish just put it all together that's you know what that is the chef being lazy yeah just going I'm going to name it something that requires less work yep yeah that's true it's a it's a strange idea anyway I'd like to fight that chef that did that okay I'll I'll, we'll see if we can track (laughs) it down maybe that's the next podcast somehow just me fighting a chef we could do YouTube. We could upload it to YouTube. Yeah, we're talking. Yeah. 
No. Anyway, I deconstructed my faith. Yeah. And then I put it back together though. Oh. I wasn't I wasn't content with, you know, the the burger and the patty and the lettuce and the tomato all being like spread out across the plate. Told I you it was good. Piece it back together. Yeah. Um anyway, doesn't mean it's not it's a, it's not a perfect burger now. Like you know, I'm still going, do I need some extra relish? <laughs> not really sure. Haven't perfected, you know, the patty recipe. Yeah. Um it's not perfect. I I feel like it's missing some ingredients sometimes. Ooh, we could we could delve into this burger analogy a bit deeper, couldn't we? We could. And yeah. I still, you know, like still go, yeah, not sure about the lettuce. Um just what? not sure. What is the lettuce? Oh you don't know. You're just talking generally. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, me- right. metaphorically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. You, you, the lettuce can be whatever you make of it. <laughs> if you like. Yeah. Uh anyway, so the burger's not perfect, but it's uh, you know, I'm I'm continually pulling apart the burger, piecing it back together. Um and what we want to do in this podcast again is discuss what do we want in this burger? What should it look like? Yes. What mm. what does it taste like? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Actually, there's a verse in the Bible that says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Yeah, it's a good one. Is it taste and see? What else would it be? I don't know. Oh, taste and... Taste and... S- Scratch and sniff? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, taste and see. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? It is good. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that... Well, look, while the burger, I'm still working out, I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying eating it and piecing it together and discussing it and just, just you know... And it's sustaining you. It's sustaining me, it is, yeah. yeah. Whereas if I just had like a, you know, a few crumbs on a plate, it's not going to cut it, is it? No. Nah. One, it doesn't taste good. Number two, it doesn't fill you up and it certainly doesn't give you any nutrition, nutritional yeah. value. It's a pretty good analogy we've just come up with. There. It's very good. We planned nothing so far. No, no, do tell them that. It makes it sound really unprofessional. What, you think they can't tell? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, I moved to Mansfield too. Should I talk about that? Yeah, because that was pretty good. I'll yeah. talk. Sorry, hang on. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'll talk about sorry, my faith. We can do that next time. All right, that's yeah. fine. There's a whole podcast in it. Isn't there? <laughs> Maybe too. Yeah. Go yeah. On. So you moved to Mansfield, what, how? I thought I wasn't talking about that. No, I said that's good. I said I'll talk about my faith another time. <laughs> right. Okay. About my ripping the burger apart. Yeah. Uh, good. Good one. Good one. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I moved to Mansfield. I didn't want to move to Mansfield. I lived in the eastern suburbs of Melbourne and was quite comfortable, quite yeah. content. Blackburn. Yep. And and you know further and further east. But I you know lived the lived the suburban life, driving up and down Marina Highway. Uh, give me a tweet if you know Marina Highway. Uh, but became increasingly discontent, I suppose. And just, uh, I don't know, you you know when you get to the point where you're doing life and it's like, yeah, if this is all it is, or, I don't know, it just gets a bit mundane. Yeah. Um, but I was still, you know, I still wasn't thinking, yeah, let's move to Mansfield and join up with Busco and Joe. Um, in fact, I was, yeah, yeah, my wife would say I was dead against it. Oh, that's a bit, angry. That's a bit harsh. That's true. Oh. Sorry if that offends you. Okay. <laughs> but I wasn't keen. The idea of living in a country town, I thought, nah, that's, that's not doing it for me. You know, I love the nightlife. I love the boogie. No, that's not true. That's not true at all. 
Um, no, but I did want to live in a country town. I thought that's not the place for me. Anyway, Busco and Jay were living in the UK, in England at the time. And uh, my wife Erin and I went and paid him a visit. I thought, let's go let's go for a holiday. We spent six weeks, I think. We travelled around Europe. A very enjoyable six weeks. Oh, it was great. And we could talk about that for quite a while and tell stories, but maybe we'll save that for another time. We did drink a fair bit of English beer. Yeah, many pints. They were uh, delicious. Yeah, they were delicious. So, Did it take you a bit to get used to them? Uh, I think I just threw myself into it. Yeah. When in, when in Rome, you know, yeah. or when in England, yeah. when in Kent. Yeah. Uh, you drink the Kentish ales. Did you like the the idea that it was room slightly room temperature? Uh, I think it was alright because it was the middle of winter at the time, so yeah, you know it it still it worked. Yeah. Um, anyway, mm. the beer was good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. But I think just spending a bit of time um, in a in a community, getting immersed in it, um, hanging out with Busco and Jay, going to the pubs, you know, living life. Where you're not really, you're not travelling far. Like you, what what do you do? You like you, you just walk down the road. Like you hardly ever had to drive oh, anywhere. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, there's a pub on every corner. So where would you, you know, where do you need to drive to? Yeah. Um. So that that really appealed to me, and all of a sudden I started thinking. It was almost like something, like a switch flicked in my brain, and I went from being dead against something to going actually that could be that could be right. Oh, could be right. So by the time we got home from England, uh, things had changed. I was now thinking, yep, yeah, maybe we can do this. Oh, text message. Um, so yeah, then we started thinking and, and put the wheels in motion, but there's a lot to work through because I, di- I didn't have a job to go to in Mansfield. We didn't have a house. We'd recently bought a house in the eastern suburbs. So it was a bit of a bit of a gamble, a bit of a step of faith, I think. Yeah. To move, so for a while, for a while we were looking in you know, the newspaper. Nothing comes up. There's nothing much going on in Mansfield at the time, so no jobs. So we end up making a decision. Okay, if we're going to do it, let's just sell the house. Let's move up to Mansfield and make it work, which is what we did. It's a big step. It was a big step. Uh, yeah, so we we moved up, lived in a holiday house for a while, and just made it work. And did you sell your house? We sold a house. Yeah. How long ago was that? Uh, six years, probably. Oh yeah. Yep. It's been a boom, a real. Yeah. Um, it's been a real like uh, property boom in Lilydale since you sold it. Mm, it has. Yeah. Thanks for reminding me of that. <laughs> I yeah. I try and avo- avoid looking at property prices now in Lilydale because you could have made a packet. Like, let's be honest. How much? How much are we talking? Big money. So far, you've talked about my dead grandfather <laughs> and how much money I could have made had I not moved to Mansfield. Thanks, Bosco. This is going well. <laughs> But it's not about the money, you know. Think about think about the other benefits of making Ab- that decision. Absolutely, and, and that's I, why I brought it up. Yeah, I wouldn't change a thing now. I think we moved at the right time. I think everything's fallen into place. The the amount of times where we've not known what we're doing, but then things have just worked out, mm. is is um, I don't know. Pretty encouraging. That it's a good thing to do. Employment just went from strength to strength. Yeah, and recently to strength. Yeah, yep, yep, that's true. Um, I was looking at being a, a tradie when I first moved to Mansfield because I thought there's no way, I was a youth worker, Yeah. there's no way I'm going to find any youth work employment in Mansfield. So I was ringing up looking for an apprenticeship. I was prepared to go first year apprenticeship as a you know a sparky or whatever. Anyway, I, that didn't happen and other things worked out. Imagine how point. much money you'd have right now if you hadn't done that. <laughs> <laughs> really helpful. 
Yeah, really helpful. Uh, yeah, look, but no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want that now. No. I'm happy where I am. Things have worked out. I've it's not about of, the money. I've uh, ended up in the, the spot that I, if I could have chosen where I would land, Yes. Uh, that's where I am now. So, yeah. you know, can't complain. No complaints. No regrets. Yeah. No looking back. No. No. Never. Don't look back in anger. I heard you say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Muse. What a great band. <laughs> this is the other thing you learn about Busco. He's got. Actually, I don't know if he has any idea or whether he just does things to wind people up, especially me. Uh, yeah. What do you mean? I didn't. All I did was sing a song, name the band, and now you're all angry at me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I. I shouldn't be angry, should I? <laughs> Not at all. So you guys took a real step of faith. That's you know. Can yep. we use that language? We can use that language because that's, that's, that's universal language. You step out into the unknown and hope that God meets you there yeah. and backs up. You know what you what you're trying to do or yeah. what you believe He wants you to do. Yeah. Do you know the weird thing though is is doing that, stepping out, moving to a town where um, we didn't have a clue what we, where we're going to live, what we're going to do, didn't know many people. That should have made me feel very, very, very on edge. Because your personality is a little bit more planned and yeah, yeah. deliberate. Yeah, I yeah. like to have things planned. Um, my wife definitely likes to have things planned and she likes to know um, exactly what's going on. Yeah. But both of us, weirdly and uncharacteristically, were, were calm. Yeah, that's Relaxed cool. and, and just at peace about the whole thing. So that's how I knew that it was the right thing to do. Because no way... Would I ever do that normally? No. Oh, it's not It's not something I'd do. I wouldn't pack up and move and go, oh, we'll work it out. Yeah. Like, that's something you would do. I'd love it. Live on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But not, not something I naturally would do. Yeah. But did and felt totally okay about it. Yeah. Weirdly. We did a tour in Vietnam once, and it was all organised. I was bored out of my brains. Mm. I was like, where's the adventure in this? We knew where we're going, where we're going to stay... It was the yeah. worst travelling I've ever done. Going yeah. to America at the end of this month as on a sabbatical. That's a sabbatical. On a sabbatical. Okay. How do you say it? Sabbatical. Yeah, yeah. From it's ministry. Like, yeah. And all we've lined up is to buy an old motorhome. That's it. What more do you need? What more do you need? <laughs> Saved a bit of coin. We're yeah. just off. Yeah, yeah. That's how, that's my idea of an adventure. Yeah, that's right. Well, when we... Yeah, just, just one quick... Quick thing about our trip to Europe. Yeah. There was a few times where we were driving around in a camper van. It's the middle of winter, icy roads, snow, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Mark and I are up front. Yeah. And uh, the girls are in the back, the wives. And we just thought, let's just turn the GPS off for a while and take a few turns and see where we wind up. Yeah. It was the best fun. What could go wrong? Yeah, what could go wrong? <laughs> Perhaps maybe driving through the uh, the Ardennes. Is it, yeah. That's what it's called, the Belgian Alps. In the middle of the night with ice-covered roads and, and deer just darting out in front of us. Yeah, because if we touch the brake, it's all over. Oh, yeah. You just slide off the edge. Yeah, we would have been in all sorts, but nothing went wrong. No. Although we were lucky that time, two times actually. One time a deer ran out yeah. and just missed us. The other time, it was real narrow roads too. So yeah. if, if there's any oncoming traffic, I don't know what you do. No. Um, but one time, one car passed us. And it just happened to be on the bend where the road was extra wide. Any yeah. other spot, uh, yeah, I don't know. Someone's going off the edge of the cliff. Yeah. This is the only way. 
Yeah. So I believe anyway. that when the girls in the back got a little bit hairy at that moment, they got a bit little bit they worried. Got hairy. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't get hairy. <laughs> they didn't just grow hair. Yeah, yeah. But they were a bit worried. Yeah. I yelled out, I wish I was nice road trucker. <laughs> yeah, that Do you did, remember that moment? That did happen. Yeah. And you were absolutely in your element. I loved it. Yeah. But Listen, scared. We, you were scared though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but you're loving it. Yeah. Mm, the adventure. So the adventure is what we're about. So, in, and faith for me is an adventure. Mm. Following Jesus and listening to him and, and doing what he says. We can talk about how you hear him and stuff. Yeah. Is all part of it. And I love it. And that's what gives me joy and, and purpose. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, look, I, th- I think that's why being out here is so fun, isn't it? Yeah. Because it is an adventure. We're living in the country. Every day is different. Yeah. It's not the you know the mundane suburban life going to a boring church where you just sit in the in the pews at the back. No, nah, couldn't do it. No, nah, no. Nah. So we 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 live in the dream. Do you want me to quote another verse? Yeah, do. Listen to me. I've quoted what? This is my second. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, the I first am. one you really had to. You were unsure. Yeah. Well, no. This one I'll just nail already. Okay. Jesus said, "I've come that they may have life and life to the full." Yeah. And that's what it's about. Where do we find that one? John ten. Ten. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I am. Well done. Wow, I'm a real minister. <laughs> All right, well, thank you guys for listening. I think that's enough to start. I think it is. And uh, we'll do our, we'll do a, we're trying to do one, what, once a month to start with? It's going to be hard when you're away for three months. Yeah. We didn't think that through all that well, did we? Maybe we could do three quick ones and release them over the months uh, I'm gone. Ah, very good. Yeah. And just hope there's no major world events in that time. Yeah. It will <laughs> sound like rock plonkers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, anyway. All right. Thanks for joining us. Good to hang out, friendly. Uh, please subscribe and listen to us again. Yeah. Friendly and Busco. No, no. Busco and friendly. Busco and friendly. <laughs>